Don't take all that money, boomed Charles. That's all right, Charles, Steve said. She's a nice girl. I was a little too slow to hit that, Steve said as the penthouse door banged and Sasha's ass slipped down the plush hallway. What the f's gotten into you, Steve? If I let her get— You're not letting her get away, Charles. You're being a gentleman. Word will get around and people will respect you, cuz. Charles slammed the bottle of red wine against the bar where he sat, shirtless. I ought to throw you out that penthouse window. I know, but if you did, people see you as a coward, just like you'd seem like a coward for beating up on the weaker sex. Charles Strong knocked back the remainder of his red 1869 wine from the Waru Valley of New Zealand's Blenheim region. He pointed a powerful forefinger at his cuz, Steve Sticks. That's the smartest thing you've done all evening. Charles got out a clean glass and started pouring the red Blenheim wine into the goblet. Steve pulled his shorts back on and grabbed his shirt. He moved to the bar hesitatingly. You know women, Charles. They're like drops in the water. Another one just as tasty, and an arm's length away. Steve reached the bar and paused as Charles pulled the goblet away from his cuz at first. Then he held it out to Steve again. Steve reached for it quickly, grabbing the goblet, spilling a bit of red wine on the plush black carpet. That's my cuz. I'm going to make you a man tonight, Steve, if I have to buy every whore in Latoglos. When a man turns eighteen, he's already a man, Steve argued as he quickly knocked back the New Zealand wine. Charles drank straight from the bottle now. He shook his head. Nah, I don't think so. Now go out that door. In addition, when you come back in, I want a woman on your arm. I don't care if she's blue, yellow, pink, or white. You're going to become a man tonight. He reached around the bar and slapped the pistol down on the white bar tile. Steve jumped back. Damn, it ain't that important, Charles. Charles Strong cocked the gun and without lifting it swiveled the nozzle toward Steve Sticks. Not to you, cuz, but my reputation is at stake. Steve Sticks put on his farm boots, unnerved at his billionaire cousin's determination. Okay, I'm going. I'm going to bring back a woman and— Tonight, Charles, just just don't do anything we're both going to regret. I ain't going to regret anything. Charles Strong smiled wide. His bright white teeth, with one tooth half gold on the left side and one tooth gold on the right side of the adjoining tooth. You're going to make me proud tonight. Charles snapped his head to his watch. I'm giving you fifteen minutes, and after that I'll send Braun after you. And you know Braun don't bark at any of my orders. Steve Sticks tossed on his black faux leather jacket. He never realized an image meant so much. He shook with fear. Braun looked like death, and he shot like death, and no one he went for came back alive. Although, on the surface— the long dreadlock guy came off like a smooth Rastafarian drugged out on Bob Marley music.